Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Welcome to episode 61 of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Miss Schofield. On this episode, welcome back. We're back, people. We are dedicated to bringing the podcast back. We're so excited. We can't wait to get started. It started about sharing our amazing positivity about school. So we're going to talk about ISTE. We're going to talk about the start of the school year. We're going to talk about Rubik's Cube. We're going to talk about the ASU STEM uh, fellowship. We got a lot of things going on here. All right, Miss Schofield, as we start every episode, we need to know, how did you nail it this week? This week or since school started? I'm going to just say since school started. Yeah. Well, I feel that the way I nailed it was getting my classroom set up and really in great shape in a very small amount of time. We had painting. (laughs) I hit the wrong button. That was supposed to be the cheer. (laughs) Again. Wait for the cheers. I don't think it's. Oh my goodness. There is a cheer button, isn't there? I think it's the teal one. Oh, no. We have two of those. Maybe. There we go. Okay, yeah. Um, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, random citizens. So over the summer, our school got painted, and so we had to take everything down, put it into the center of the classroom, and, um, you know, kind of just reimagine what we wanted things to look like, which was a big deal to you, correct? And your classroom looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And... Um, my classroom was last, and so I had uh, less time than the average bear to set up, and I thought that was going to be a huge obstacle for me, but it really wasn't, and I'm really, really happy with the way that the classroom came out and kind of just the new vibe of it. I love it. I mean, the aesthetic in your classroom is amazing. Thank you. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check out her Twitter page, see what her classroom looks like. You truly crushed it all summer. You're finding these ideas, inspiration. You're just so excited and fired up uh, for what you're going to do in your classroom. And so it's really cool what you did and how you came through with that. And there, there was a friend in your classroom. Tell, yeah. us, tell us about the friend. Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> things just kept giving and giving. So apparently when, I don't know, at some point over the summer, a lizard arrived. A in, big lizard. A big lizard. <clears throat> yeah. So it's a fairly large lizard. He arrived, he or she arrived in my classroom mysteriously. We don't know how. Uh, I know he didn't dwell in there when I left for the <laughs> summer. I feel 100% confident of that. But, you know, like I said, you know, the painters were there for the summer. I'm sure doors were open to ventilate and whatnot. And then, you know, the custodial staff you know, cleaned all the classrooms, so possibly when the door was left open for that, I don't know, but I know that there was a lizard loose in the classroom, and there was a picture that was shown to me of what the lizard looks like, but then you and I went looking for it several times, and we'll get into our TikTok thing, but, you know, made some TikToks about it, talking about, you know, us looking for this, and I kind of thought it was this urban legend, as you know, And then I went to open my door one day, still before students had arrived back to school. Only teachers were there, and there was a lizard, and he booked off, but the floor was slippery. He didn't seem like he was getting very far, and by the time I got something to collect him in, 
he had disappeared and for like what like a week two weeks two, two weeks. weeks yeah so <clears throat> oh it was two weeks that's right so we had some visitors on campus i was very excited to have some of our old announcement crew come in and they um when i opened the closet to show them something there was the lizard and so you wrangled it and we caught it and you know kind of contemplated keeping it as a pet for a little while and then you know quickly re- rethought that and let it free i concur i mean that, that thing was big it was a big lizard check it out there and the things that teachers do a lot of fun the kids were excited some were scared but that was the biggest lizard i have ever caught in my life so <laughs> i mean a big fish I'm, story. I'm putting it on my resume there so yeah, as you should that was exciting um, but your classroom looks amazing. The vibe there, everyone is just, they're just loving the feel of your classroom and all the work that you put in there. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You know, I just wanted to always say one more thing. My other nailed it would be that I got back on Twitter. Okay. I feel really proud of you're that. You're back. You are crushed in the Twitter game. Like what you're doing in your classroom already is just so exciting and so fun. And, uh, just to see you on Twitter just makes me happy kind of where you're sharing all the cool things. Uh, what you're doing your kids I mean just uh, I can't wait to see the pictures of all the failed posters uh, you had your kids make and you know what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail so my friend you are crushing on Twitter can we call it Twitter anymore I don't know but I just can't get behind the x okay you're not you're not in on x.com no sir <laughs> I'm just getting a little crazy here. Yeah. All right, clearly my my failed it was not knowing the sound buttons, but you know what? I'm gonna get back to that. Um, and before I get to my 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 uh, nailed it or failed it, uh, I just want to talk about you know how excited people are. How many people have encouraged us to get back to the podcast? Mrs. O, one of our biggest fans, our main man, Phil, two time guest. Is he a two time guest on the pod? Two he time, is. yeah. Two time. I mean, Mr. Galetti, he wants us to get back on here. And share your Lincoln story. Like, it's just, uh, you know, it inspires us um, because we love sharing these positive stories and we miss it. Your son has been really encouraging both of us to, to get back to the pod. He wants to be on a pod um, talking about, you know, he, he's just an amazing guest. So he's excited to get us back doing the pod. Yeah, so definitely Sam has, you know, kind of been a catalyst for this as well. But um, you know, again, <clears throat> this is a really cool year. I think we're going to have a lot of students come back to do their volunteer time on campus more than possibly previous years because this is the, the year COVID shut us down prematurely. And so a lot of those kids didn't have that closure and they still feel that connection to our school in a strong, beautiful way. And I, I just love that group of kids, as do you. One of our our buds, who was on the pod, as you said, Lincoln, he's a superstar, you know, a tennis star. I mean, we just couldn't be proud State of State champion. State champion at Ridge um, is doing online school right now to allow him to travel, to see college options and whatnot. Train. Has yeah. he committed? Uh, I don't want to I don't want to reveal that okay. here for All him, right. but okay. I believe he's very close <clears throat> from what he said. But Lincoln came to visit. And we were talking about things and COVID, and he said that he did listen to our podcast quite a bit during COVID, and that he really wanted us to get back to it, not only to get back to it, but to, he (laughs) insists on being a guest, which we would have already insisted um, anyhow, so it was nice that he put himself out there, because we probably would have come to you, Lincoln, 
Uh, anyhow, so we are thrilled to be able to tell you that that will be an episode coming in the very near future. But it was just a remarkable conversation and the power of the podcast. And, and I do remember that year specifically, a lot of students listening. And, you know, we did bring the podcast back to life after letting it going, go on a bit of hiatus. But, you know, COVID is a, is a tricky thing in the fact that it derailed a lot of things and made us all slow down and prioritize. And then now things that we had to put on the back burner, and we're realizing they are a priority. So finding a way to bring those things back slowly and in a balanced way, I think is really important. And I'm seeing that not just in our lives, but with other teachers as well. I agree. And I can't wait to have Lincoln on just so we can get his his opinion on pickleball. Me and you, we're, we're avid pickleball <laughs> players. We, we've been ahead of this before. It was the uh, fastest growing sport in the United States. We love pickleball. So we do. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to have Lincoln on here. Uh, I can't wait to have him on here. But it's just so cool uh, how popular podcasts are. You know, like we talked about one of our favorite shows. The main element of that show is podcasting. And everyone has a podcast. And I was talking to my son. I, I want to do a podcast with my son. Uh, name to be revealed later, but we are going to be dropping a podcast. <laughs> and my son's theory wait. of what a podcast is, is 60 seconds of TikTok. He's like, that's the podcast. And I'm like, that's not what a podcast is. It's, you know, it's where you sit down. It's like, so these kids, you know, the fact that younger kids you know, know what a podcast is, but their theory is it's just these little TikToks of snippets of a conversation. That's the podcast. And you do a great job. And I want to get into uh, you know, working with the seventh graders on creating their podcasts. And so they're going to be well-oiled machines by the time they get to eighth grade and do some pretty cool things with that. Um, so it's just, it's so amazing what podcasting has become, you know, it's just so in the mainstream, a lot of movies, um, also a big part of it are podcasting. And, um, we started this before everyone had a podcast and, you know, where it wasn't so easy with the microphone technology uploading, and, you know, big thing, uh, both of us attended ISTE in Philadelphia this summer. Mm. And you, uh, there we go. <laughs> you nailed I'm, it. I'm working on the sounds. <laughs> I should really label these buttons here. I, but I agree. Uh, I'm loving the soundboard. And a lot of you went to a lot of great sessions on podcasting and what you can do with it in the classroom. And it's just, it's become like that new powerful medium where, you know, the the, the newspaper or, um, the six o'clock news, like, you know, which is part of like my youth. And now this is, uh, where you can follow. We've had students that, um, had favorite podcasters and they got a chance to call or talk to them for a minute for like a birthday thing. And, um, and I mean, podcasts are everywhere, you know, people go and work. I was like, hop in the car, throw in a pot, your favorite podcast. And, um, I, I just love how mainstream it's become. I'm excited um, for where we're going to go with it, how uh, how many stories we get to share via podcast. And, and we're committed to getting back to our weekly routine, grinding the podcast. It's not a lot of work, but, you know, we, we had to rip the Band-Aid off just to get going. And I'm so excited uh, because it's something that we're passionate about. We're getting really good. We're going to flow. We're getting people listening from all over the world. And you just see that power and uh, we look forward to how it grows, and we want to do a really good job of having teachers on, sharing their stories in this upcoming year, and mastering 
how, how do we do this with Zoom too, you know, where we can talk to people um, from all over the world. So I'm looking forward to that. Thanks for sharing that story. Well, I wanted to tell you one more thing that I was thinking about because, you know, when we talk about podcasts and then, as you know, um, applying for the ASU Fellowship STEM program, you know, that's what I did my project proposal on. And when I was writing the thing out, I was thinking about how a lot of kids are content consumers, and you and I have talked about that in the past, and how we really want them to be better about being content creators. But not just video, but I feel like podcasting is the next way to be a content creator where you're not necessarily having to stare at a screen. And um, we just saw a commercial for some kind of a program. I don't know what they're talking about, but they're talking about how kids are starting to have a lot of depression and issues with staring at a screen. And there's like some kind of a dot org organization that has um, been put together for this. And then there's a big push from seventh and eighth grade this year to try and limit kids screen time. So you think about being a content creator, but taking away that aspect and just having it be cerebral and thought and that kind of organic flow, I think is a really exciting time for that and to give kids another option. And, you know, I think that goes into my nailed it um, for the last, the first two weeks of school. And that is at nine o'clock technology is turned off. Like kids turn on their phones, no PlayStation, no iPad technology is done. And it's like the calmest people are at ease. People are just sitting, talking out of their rooms, like hanging out with each other. It's been just a beautiful thing. And I feel like the kids want that. Like they've many times come to me and just handed me their phones at nine o'clock and I don't have anything on there yet that shuts it off, but um, I'm, I'm getting there. And it's just been so great to uh, just have that little time and, you know, where like you know, one time I looked at my phone, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you're right. What am I doing? And I was like, and I put my phone down. And uh, so that's been pretty cool uh, when we think about, um, you know, the kids just, they, they want that break. And, you know, when you just take that away, what do they do? And so, uh, I think that's awesome. I hope many parents follow that lead in seventh and eighth grade because that time for that brain, I mean, I just see it immediately. There's a change, and it, it just feels so good, and I just really enjoyed it. Uh, so shout out to Mrs. Bonham, our seventh grade math teacher. I think she's the one spearheading this with the research. Is that correct? No, but, it is definitely Oh, it's me. you? Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> all right. Where um, did you come up with this? Did you find some research that uh, supported this? You know what I did? I I did see a lot of research talking about the links between depression. And I apologize That's for not okay. giving you credit. So. <laughs> well, kudos to Mrs. Bonham because I told her that I was going to, you know, that I had thrown this out to the eighth grade team. They had latched onto it. And she said that they would support that and partner from their side too. And it's going to be phenomenal. So there's a lot of studies linking depression and a lot of social issues, anxiety and things of that nature with um, screen time and using your phone specifically before bedtime. But then how important sleep is to kids as well And we have this big gap from COVID and we have these kids that are suffering from anxiety and depression. And this is something that we can do that is a tangible thing to really let their brains kind of just decompress and slow down when it needs to and 
And, you know, I just, I am really excited. I don't know how that's going to be received at Curriculum Night. And honestly, it's not a demand. It's just a, a an invitation for people to partner with us because we think it's really, really going to be beneficial to these kiddos. Two weeks, I've seen such a difference. And uh, the fight-in and just on their technology to the second they go to bed until you have to pry it out of their hands. I, I've just been blown away. So I want to th- say thank you, my friend. That was pretty awesome. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to get too far into the school year. I mean, we've had an amazing two weeks, but we have some time left here. we got to talk about ISTE. Yes, we do. Um, we were going to go to ISTE in 2020 um, when COVID was, when it was in Anaheim. We are going to partner up with Legend Springs. We were so excited. And ISTE is like the big tech conference where people come from all over the world, uh, share best practices. I mean, I, I said it's like the Coachella of uh, tech teachers. You know? I agree and, with that. Uh, uh, we met some pretty amazing people. I met someone from my, my hometown, South Portland, Maine. Uh, it was just so cool. And, you know, just people from all over. And we love Abbott Elementary. We're going to do a whole podcast on Abbott Elementary. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, that's our teacher show. So if you're a teacher out there and you're listening and you're not watching Abbott Elementary. You need to. Uh, you need to uh, watch that show. And Gregory was one of the keynote speakers uh, on our first day. Um, just the city of Philadelphia was just so awesome. And I want to know, what were your – because you came back just – so fired up like you just had this aura to you about the school year and everything that you experienced uh, at ISTE so um, break down your ISTE experience for us well so I mean where to begin I don't know Um, the cool thing was that the district sponsored several teachers to go and you got chosen which was so awesome Um, I just, because you and I were supposed to be part of a group that went in 2020. been on our teacher bucket list. Yeah, it has. We were so excited in 2020. It was a heartbreak um, of so many, you know, whatever. So uh, I really wanted to do that. And I kind of, I wouldn't say I was burned out. I think I just kind of lost a little bit of spark. And Going to that, I didn't have any um, preconceived notions about what I would get from it. But as I looked at the course options, I was seeing some things that appealed to me that I thought, huh, this is interesting. I wonder I wonder what this would be for us. And I wonder if this could be, you know, there lots and lots of stuff about AI, a lot about esports, podcasting, Minecraft, um, TikTok, and we'll get back to that. I think we're probably just going to have to do a whole thing on TikTok because we have a lot to say. But honestly, the video, the content creation was a big aspect there. Oh, um, Canva. Canva was Love Canva. Oh, my gosh. Love Canva. Love Canva. I mean, honestly. You're a teacher. Yes. You need to, to get on your Canva game. All right, go on. Sorry. Yeah. No, so, you know, looking through the course selections, trying to decide. And you know, I just... Um, <clears throat> And that was right when we did the keynote speaker, and I just was so flooded with emotion. And I told you, like, for me, something just clicked. And I was so inspired by the people that they had, that Gregory and the teacher that um, Abbott Elementary was um, inspired by. And I just left with a renewed excitement about what I might be able to do in the future for my students and what my why was. And... I learned a ton. It was very 
I just was very open. I just was a sponge and soaked it all up. And I, did, I really didn't have a lot of dud classes. And I just, I don't know. But I know you had a slightly different thought process about just ISTE in general, which I, I also can recognize um, your point of view as well. But for me, it was exactly what I needed. It was like a dose of, I don't know, vitamin C or something that just rejuvenated me big time. Yeah, and I, I love everything you said. I mean, you really soaked up the experience. I mean, you just felt like you hit every session out of the park. Like you just took something away from that you could put in your classroom right away and that you really loved. And I love when we both uh, split and divide and conquer and we crush things and we're like, oh, you could do this, you could do this. We just come back, uh, Sharon. And I think some of my sessions – you know, it's a long day. It's a grind. You know, you're just going from session to session to session in the middle of summer, which is hard for teachers, let alone when, you know, they are in teacher mode. And so we got right into it. We were just doing long days, like you know, open to close at SD, hitting as many sessions as we can. And I felt like I just got, you know, some duds. And, you know, I was expecting, like, I don't know what I was expecting. Just like I thought every session. You know, it's a big deal to be able to present at ISTE and, um, you know, but then, like, I just stayed away from the AI just because I didn't want to be overwhelmed with AI, what was a good session, what wasn't a good session. So I was picking and choosing, and I don't know. It was just, you know, when you have something hyped up in your mind so much and no matter how awesome it was going to be, you know, it would never meet, you know, what what the reality was. And so... I struggled with, you know, I just wanted everything to be like, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And so that was tough for me uh, as an educator and just, just had my heart set on just everything just being, you know, kind of like Emmett and the Lego, the Lego movie, like everything is awesome <laughs> and just kind of going on and on. But, um, I mean, I took a lot of things away. I mean, definitely the Canva, the Adobe. Um, we didn't really spend much time with the vendors um kind of go in there like you know we thought we'd see like all these other things like new and we weren't really blown away by a whole lot of new things coming up the pipeline and and education not to, to be a debbie down or anything but you know just i was expecting to be like oh i want to get these for my classroom i need to have these and you know we're both very fortunate to have the tools that we have and you know we do have some very forward thinking tech tools tech toys as i like to call them and you know, you, you just remember how far along our district is with STEM, computer science, um, technology, integration. And so it's all these cool things. Um, love the city of Philadelphia. Love the city of Philadelphia. It was just a blast uh, to be on the East Coast. As I was telling you, I grew up in Portland, Maine, and it just I just kind of had like that Portland kind of East Coast. Uh, obviously, it's on the East Coast, but I just had like that Portland's and it's a small town, but, um, you know, we did venture. I mean, one of my favorite things was um, Geno's and what's the other state? Pats. Pats, look at you. Uh, the other, st uh, we, the two Philly cheesesteak places, they're across the street from each other. We walked up there, you know, kind of about mile, to, mile and a half out of the way. And that, that was a fun adventure. Um, bike in the city, me and you were like, there's an easy way to get around. We were just um hopping on bikes everywhere just a very biker friendly city 
beautiful. I mean, the history. Uh, we got to see the Liberty Bell. We didn't get to do a lot of the other things. I mean, you're just so exhausted some of these times. And uh, to take those things in, I mean, one of our national days is a hoagie day. Like one time, uh, the shuttle was going to go downtown. They're like, they're having a hoagie, a hoagie celebration uh, in downtown Philly. And uh, it was just, uh, it was a really cool experience um, to meet some pretty awesome people. And, um, you know, where you see like you're doing all these cool things. And, uh, but it also made me really appreciate the people in my PLC and uh, our school district and how committed they are to STEM education and computer science where people are like, oh, we don't have this, we don't have this. This is the first time we're seeing it. And um, I, I truly, in my heart of hearts, feel like um, some of the most talented STEM educators are in my PLC and uh, I learn from them every day and they just make me a better educator and a better person. And so um, I'm forever grateful for those people. And um, I, I think I was going to ISTE thinking I was going to just encounter my PLC, but to like, you know, the 10th power. And uh, it just really made me appreciate uh, who I get to work with in my PLC. Well, <clears throat> it's interesting because you were talking about like new tech tools that you were hoping would be on the scene that would kind of be the new and exciting. But as we know, your room is packed right now with stuff. And I think my big takeaway was that we were already on the right track. We are already right on the forefront. You know, esports was a huge conversation and that is what we had really spearheaded um, in our district. And then again, COVID just kind of slowed the roll of a lot of projects that we're on um, with uh, that. And also, you know, podcasting, you and I, have that's been a huge thing that we've been trying to Years bring in. Since we've met. <clears throat> yeah, and um, that we've already started to do with our students. And the Minecraft thing is something that, you know, there's a few of us that have really been trying to push that through the district because we believe that that is a huge part of innovative education going forward. And so there's just so many things that we were already doing that I felt affirmed that we kind of are ahead of our game in that department and our school has allowed us to have a lot of freedom to run with things and I'm incredibly proud of that. I also got to meet some of my uh, heroes there, some people in the the field, so to speak. Um, and I was very excited. I didn't take selfies with any of them, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. You know, I met Matt Miller and Nic I'm Nicholas Ferroni. Yeah, I was so excited about that. And wow. then I took a class by He's Holly amazing. Clark. It just honestly, it's pretty it's, awesome meeting him. Though, oh, like how humble he was. So and, humble. And uh how much he does, I mean, for teacher policy around the country and teacher pay. Uh, um, and he's he, he's just, you know, his social medias are just, they're pretty brilliant, you know, uh, what he does. And you were so excited. You just bolted. You beelined for him. And, I did. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I was yeah, afraid was, he had security. I got yeah. nervous. I wasn't sure. But, you know, he's our voice. You know, like a lot of times he speaks about things that we as educators don't have a, a platform or a forum to share those things. And he does it and he does it so eloquently and so boldly. And I just really 
I'm grateful for that and admire him for that. And I'm just really touched by the things that he puts on social media. So I was really excited about him. And just honestly, just, you know, there, um, Tisha Richmond, I believe is her name. I took a class from about, uh, from her as well. So there were some really big highlights for me where I just felt super grateful. So, I mean, I had a lot of takeaway, a lot of takeaway. You did. And I, I just loved how thankful you were um, uh, as you ran up there. Um, but the cool thing, too, is like our, our buddy J.D. Williams has been on the podcast and he was presented part of the esports. And, you know, we're we're halfway across the country and still giving people support in our STEM network and uh, really rooting for these people and seeing what they're doing, because there's just so much awesomeness going on in education. And it's, and it's an exciting time. And I see tiktoks and people just kind of dragging their feet to go back to school uh and these are teachers can you believe it <laughs> teachers dragging their feet to go back to school um that thinking you know trying to be positive this year is gonna be different but things are getting better and it, it, it's an exciting time and um I, I just feel so lucky that we get to teach in this moment and to do the things that uh we get to do right now agreed all right, well, we're going to stay to our rule, 30-minute podcast every week. This is where you need to be for that positive spin on education. Um, it, it's good stuff. We, we have more exciting projects coming to you uh, in the year. We cannot wait. Uh, it feels good to be back. How to feel to do this pod? Number 61. It's incredible. All I right. mean, it just feels like uh, another thing in place. It, it feels like you haven't even missed a beat. You're just right back there. I'm going to work on my buttons, so... Yep, there you go, people. I got that one down. Um, so we're so excited to uh, take the pod to the next level, have lots of fun, um, and just kind of share our story because, you know, us talking about the positive side of education, we're two positive people. Your your, your Twitter handle, uh, a positive proton. Uh, it's just you are the poppy uh, of the science, of the middle school science world, and um, we're just so excited. So we love it's the people. We got to give the people what they want. They've motivated us to get back. Uh, it's, it's a passion project of ours, and we're just so excited uh, to share this story. Um, and so we we look forward to uh, coming back to you every week, every Tuesday. New pod will be uploaded. We are dedicated people. No more hiatus. We told you we were back last time. We're really back this time. Mm-hmm. All right. As we always say, people, if you can be anything, be kind. All right, if you're on Twitter, give us a follow. Or, as I say, x.com or x. She refuses to go with it. You can find me at Mr. Lane, the science guy. And me at a positive proton. And if you enjoyed this po- podcast, we like coffee. You can find you can find us at buy me on the Buy Me a Coffee app. Uh, search Mr. Lane, the STEM guy.